Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. Change yourself, change the world. Welcome back, ladies, to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm your host, Molly Trotter Gomez. This topic today, I mean, this is one for right now and really could probably be in any season for any one of us at any time. But I cannot wait to dive in. Of course, I'm not going to tell it to you just yet. I'm going to wait so we can introduce our guest. We're talking to a Margot Blair. Margot, I'm so excited that you're here. Her and I connected over social media. I put out a raw and real post. She said, click, like, I resonate with that. And we just hit it off. You know, just two women that love the Lord on a mission to impact others. And I was on her podcast a couple of weeks ago. We just went scuba dived with, I mean, we scuba dived into that probably in the first like two minutes. So we'll get to sharing her podcast a little bit later, but Margo, welcome to the show. Tell everybody who is listening a little bit more about yourself, and then we'll introduce this juicy topic for this right now season. I'm so excited. Molly, the Girl Power Alliance team, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and dive into this media discussion today. Uh, for those of you who are new to me, hey there, I'm A. Marco Blair. I'm an author. I'm an educator. I am a personal development consultant at the intersection of faith and business. But I believe that my most significant title is wife to Vincent and mama to E. Liv and our youngest we call Bean. So I'm really excited to be here today and let's dive in. <laughs> I love that. I, first of all, before we dive in, I love the fact that you said my most important title and you put the family first. Like so often people run off titles and then it's like, but let's like reel it back in, like strip the business part away and, and what really matters. So I love that you did that. That could be a whole pod in and of itself. Talking about the, con- you know, the importance of managing your priorities. What are they for me, my family? Mm, yes, I love that. Oof, well, we'll have to have you back another time so we can dive in on that part because that is going to be good. But this topic today was one that was divinely sent because I said, Lord, uh, what do you want us to talk about today? So I'm going to hit it off and then I'm going to I want to hear how uh, Margo's going to rip on this. But we're going to talk about the opposition on assignment specifically with that. Like when you are in your assignment, like mm-hmm. you're going to feel that resistance. And so I want to talk about a little bit, like, what does that mean to you? Like when you hear opposition on assignment, just flow with that for a second, like share with us a little bit of your assignment and any opposition that you have felt and and whatever just comes to your heart. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really timely conversation, right? So I am adamant that we all have a specific assignment from God. However, with what we see going on in this world, in the sense of women dominating in different industries and the DEI and really people getting out there and establishing themselves as authorities in whatever industry they're in, the first question that I would ask, are you operating in alignment with the one who gave you your vision? in the first place. And so to go specific and talk about the opposition that arises, I would raise my hand and say, there was a season in my life where I was killing the game. I was traveling, I was speaking, I was writing books, I was on the podcast. And it came to a screeching halt when it was clear as day that God was calling me into a completely different direction. And I'm like, Lord, 
I don't know about this. And to be specific, it was at a time where I had built this consulting company and we're talking about five figure, six figure clients. And God was like, it's time for you to go into your teaching ministry. Mm. (laughs) When I tell you the opposition was strong, I was comfortable with the money that I was making. I was comfortable with where I was going, but that's just it. I was comfortable. Mm -hmm. I was good at it, but it wasn't my kingdom assignment. And the, the last piece I'll say to when the opposition started to arise it was really a convicting moment because I teach the women that I lead that when you are not operating in your God-given assignment, you're not just robbing yourself. You're robbing other people of their experience to, to experience their breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And it hit me to my core. And I said, I know that I'm supposed to be teaching on a deeper level, this concept of biblical personal development and I'm not doing it. Mm. Who's at risk of not experiencing their breakthrough because I haven't said yes to this assignment? That is and so for me. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to like, let's talk about it. Like you, you don't want to step out of the anointing. If God anoints you on something and you step out of obedience, that anointing's gone, the covering's gone. Now you're just, I was listening to a message this morning. Take podcasting, for example. There are some people who do not have the anointing for a podcast, and it's just a face talking in front of a screen to not a whole lot of people because you don't have the grace and the anointing on it, but you're like, oh, I got to go do this and I got to do that. I know a lot of people stuck and I'm saying stuck intentionally in coaching business or other businesses because they're comfortable where the money was. I remember when God was peeling me away from my consulting business, I was at the peak making the most I have ever made. God said, strap, no, strap. They're going to go do this over here. And that was just, we're going to go focus full time on Girl Power Alliance. And I was like, but Lord, like, I know there's a huge need to help women with their on-camera confidence, everything. Lo and behold, what did the Lord do? He brought a whole certification program inside GPA called the Radiant Speaker Academy that encompasses everything I love to do when it comes to helping women just with their voice. But I just want to like echo the fact that I feel you, I've been in that and you're just like, Really, Lord? Like, seriously? (laughs) But you said something else there, Molly. You said that you were killing the game in that area and it was working. So in our minds, right, there's the saying that's out there. If it's broke, don't fix it. But again, we have to go back to what we're talking about, right? Operating in our kingdom assignment. And so for me, again, it was good. It was working. But I know that when you have an assignment and you're having and you haven't said yes it will get louder and louder and louder and louder and that's essentially what was happening people who I had never spoken to about seasons of life and a biblical approach to personal development they were specifically asking hey do you do this and that was when I realized like, okay, God, I, I have to say yes. I have to get out of my own way because the, the real thing for me was I didn't want him to give that assignment to someone else. And when you have the fear of God, mm. you're not going to allow yourself to forfeit your kingdom inheritance that God has specifically for you mm. because you're delaying the obedience. Girl, I got, I got chills. I'm yeah. like, 
And when you think of like, just think, just ponder on that just for a second. Like, why would you? No one wants to delay anything. We're in a microwave mentality society. It's like, if we didn't have it yesterday, it's already too late. Society says, if you haven't made six, if you're not making six figures in 90 days, like you're already late. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you dot, dot, dot? So I love that you said that. And also I want us to think about this word too. Like we are heirs. We are heirs. When you think about an heir or an heiress, you think of luxury, you think of lavish, you think of riches. And money is just a tool that God created for us to do X, Y, and Z. There is so much of that kingdom inheritance that we are heirs to that we're cutting ourselves off from because we don't want to be uncomfortable. Do you think Jesus was uncomfortable when he had to like be like, I got to die on this cross for these people? Like, who want nothing to do with me? Like, can we go further? Right? We as a as a body wanted nothing to do with Christ, yet he still operated in obedience. Mm. Are we willing to pay the cost and get on our cross, take up our cross? When that question was proposed to me, I, again, I weighed the options. I was like, I can stay here though, right? Because again, when we're presented the option, it is a choice for us to surrender. And so when it was presented to me, I did weigh the options. I was like, I can stay here. But I knew for me, it was about longevity. Mm. What is the long game? And when... When I put myself in this position of, okay, Lord, I know there were times in my life where I tried to go and pursue what you were calling me to do and it didn't work. But then I started taking inventory in this new season, right? Just within the last year, I'm not the same person that I was four years ago, five years ago when I first had the vision, right? Because the thing is, God gives you glimpses into what he's ultimately going to do years before. And I realized I had to go through this, what I call the refining process. I even take it further. And I said, God had to chisel some unhealthy habits and some limiting beliefs off of me during that season of my life. And then I became a wife. I became a bonus mom of a nine and a six-year-old at the time, right? Now, years later, my oldest is going to be 13 My at the time at the, of this and a conversation we're having. My middle child is going to be 10. My youngest is going to be three. Like we're literally potty training a talk. Life is different completely than it was before when I got a glimpse into what God has ultimately called me to do. And so again, taking inventory, I'm like, okay, God, what does it look like when this resistance, when the opposition is literally all around me? What does it look like for me to use what's in my hands versus bearing what's in my talents? That what we read about in Matthew 4. And again, the perspective just changed. I'm not going to bury my gifts. I'm going to take everything that God is giving me, everything that I've learned over the last decade on my entrepreneurial journey and go after what God has called me to go after. And I encourage others to do it too. So powerful. I would love to even go back as far as like, what, what was going through your mind? What, what was the feeling of when you picked up your cross? Because so many, I'm sure of it. So many listening to this are like, what are you even talking about? Or I haven't done it, or I'm terrified to do that, but I know that you've gone there. So I'd love for you to kind of take us back a little bit and texturize that for us. 
Yeah, no, that's a big thing. And I want to I want to give you like kind of two markers, two defining markers. So I have always been a go getter. I like here's the vision and I go. But I used to jump and with no parachute. Now I am like, okay, do I have my parachute? Do I have my stuff in the bag? I'm I'm a little bit calmer now, right? <laughs> but it dates back to 2016. And I was on this 23 city tour. I had this vision to empower 23 women in 23 different cities by my 23rd birthday. So I was this 22 year old on fire for the Lord. And I was just here to teach this message. And I ultimately like did the math, right? 23 women in 23 cities. That's like 500 plus women. And I was adamant that I was going to serve this amount of people. I get to the first stop on the tour and it's 10 o'clock. No one's there. It's 10, 15. No one's there. It's 10, 30. Start time. Nobody is there. And ultimately I had two options. I could just pack up and just go and just sulk. No one showed up. Even people paid. And you know what, you know, what was me? Or I can get a bomb recording and deliver this message as if the room were full. And so I pressed record. I turned on my theme song, Go Get It by Mary Mary. It's still my song today. And I marched up to that front of the room, turned and I said, hey, welcome to Overcoming Adversity. And I delivered this live presentation for 45 minutes before one person walked in the room. And there's so much more to that particular story. But for me, that moment was when I realized I was called to show up. Mm. You are called to show up. It is not my responsibility for you to say yes. It is 100% my responsibility for me to show up and answer when God calls. So whether one person, no people, or a thousand people show up, I, when God calls, have to pick up. That was 2016. Let's fast forward to 2022. My family and I had just gotten displaced from our home and we were literally homeless in a hotel for 121 days. Wow. We didn't even talk about that. We were homeless in a hotel for 121 days. And in this time, God told me to reinstate seasons of life. I said, you are tripping. No one's going to listen to me. I'm literally homeless. Like I literally have nothing to give. I was just in fetal position a week ago. Absolutely not. And here's the thing. What is the difference between the two? 2016, on fire, just going out to share this message. And I had this revelation and a wake up call that it was time. I needed to show up regardless of what was going on around me. Nothing was really different in 2022. But my perception, my identity was under attack because of this perception I had of what it meant to be a mom and a wife. And I had to have a home attached to that. Mm. But I had specific assignments given to me by God to go out and reinstate something that he gave me years ago that I thought I wasn't qualified to teach people how to navigate effectively through the challenging seasons of their life because I was battling with my season of darkness, which is season number one. I was battling with depression. I was battling with thinking that I had nothing to give because my life didn't look like what we see on social media. I wasn't winning in of sorts. 
But I put out the call and we filled up the workshop. And even from there, I put out Seasons of Life, the devotional to you version. And I'm like, God, why are you telling me to do this? I did it once and they said, no, I did it again. And they didn't even respond. Why are you telling me to submit this devotional plan to you again? But I did. And they picked it up. I knew in those moments when we hosted that workshop and the women showed up, sold out, when I submitted and the Bible app was, it was picked up on the YouVersion Bible app. I knew that this time was completely different. And it's just being obedient to being like, like you said, you're tripping. Like what we're doing, we're doing what now? But I, I feel like that entire story, thank you so much for sharing that. It's such a great visual because it just shows you that like, look, I'm married to whatever it is that you want me to do, Lord, even if it sounds crazy. Yes. And, and it does. It does. Right. We, we, I, I want you to finish this, but we can't skip over that. Mm-hmm. So it looks crazy what God is calling us to do. Because yes. it's like, logically, we can't process, but God's not like, he's like, I don't care about your logic and how many of us get hung up on the logic. And then logic turns into pride and pride turns into ego being like, well, it can't be this because, but, but, but. and so obedience is, hear me when I say this, obedience is the, is the best strategy, period. Because who do you think has content go viral? Who do you think is the best marketing person ever to ever, 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 ever live? I tell people when you decide to step in and be obedient, share your story, do whatever it is that God's telling you to do, you're now opening up a door to a hallway that people can now walk through, learn from, glean from, get mentorship from, have breakthrough from, freedom from, because you decide to take that step in obedience, you open up the hallway and the guy can now flood and do whatever he wants with that hallway, but that door will never open if you are not obedient. And so let's talk about, okay, we talked about, what was it? You said 2016, 2022. Now let's talk about now. We're in 2023. What, is, what does it look like now for Margo? What, what you got going on? What are you doing, girl? So big. What does it look like, right? Because it's still around the con- conversation around resistance when you're walking in obedience. Mm-hmm. So today, two words, surrender and obedience. Surrender is me getting out of my own way, mentally, habitually, and becoming disciplined in the decisions that I make, right? So that's what surrender looks like practically for you. But then when it comes to obedience, right? We've been saying this, but again, let's go deep. What does obedience actually mean? Obedience means to hear God, to listen to God and trust God. So I can hear without actually processing what God is saying. I can listen, but that would assume that I'm hearing what he's telling me to do, right? The instructions that he's giving me, but trusting God, the trusting God is, I believe where a lot of people get hung up. And for me, I've been there one too many times where I heard him, I was willing to listen and take the step, but it went to this place of my faith is good, Lord, but help my unbelief. Mm. When it's taking a little bit longer than I believe that, it was going to take. Help me continue to trust you while I wait. Help me wait and not worry for you to show up the way you intend to. And so today, God is 
blessed our my entire family, but specifically when it comes to the work that he's having me do, we just shared it with our community that I'm going all in on the teaching ministry. I knew this months ago, but I didn't share it publicly because I didn't know how everyone else would respond. And so today it is this conversation of being able to introduce this concept of biblical personal development to women who have been exposed to the secular approaches to personal development, Uh, high achieving Christian women who only have been exposed to leadership development experiences that actually conflict with their core values. And so really, I want to just take a second and talk about that biblical approach. We're able to lead women through this journey of restoring her identity in Christ. We are going in phase two of talking about personal development, but it's really breaking free from strongholds. And then in that third phase, we're teaching the practical steps that women can then grow in spiritual maturity. And so it's, again, we've been teaching this for years, but just the way God has pieced it together, it literally is God, because not only are we able to teach that approach, but we go to the root where we're helping women identify ACEs, adverse childhood experiences that have actually plagued them in their adult life because they've been left unresolved. Mm. It's game. It's like, it's literally God, but it's also game changing. Gosh, it's so good. And so can you see why I want her on the pod? Because let's, let's start it with this. No competition in the kingdom. We're Mm. doing like collectively as a body, we need to be doing this. And so what Margo is doing, what we're doing here in GPA, it is, I mean, it is what women need right now. It is what needs to happen right now. And I really also want to speak on the resistance piece. When you, like you said to your community, you you knew for months that you were going to do the teaching ministry. But once you said it publicly, how's everybody else going to react? Oh, yeah. right there, that part. The resistance piece The enemy believes that if he can bring in resistance, it's going to slow you down. It's going to distract you. Therefore, you don't want to talk to anybody else, right? Because it doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. You don't know what this is. So he wants you to be hidden. But there is so much power in the spoken word when you share something publicly, even though you are going through that resistance. There is so much power in that. And so often we're like, no, I don't want anybody to see this. But the more I, I, I encourage, because I've done it there myself, where I've been plagued. If, if I share this, like, uh, I don't you know, know yeah, I don't know what people are going to think. And, and this is actually how Margo and I connected. One of the last big pieces that I had is when I shared publicly that I had a decade long addiction to smoking marijuana to mask my anxiety. Didn't know it at the time, but eventually came very clear. One day the Holy Spirit said, stop. When you do that, it blocks me off. And I was like, okay wasn't until a year later that I shared this publicly. Why? Because I had a lot that went with it. A lot of shame, a lot of different things. And Lord melted all that off. And then I was like, it's time to share this. A year later, I shared it and it went viral on multiple platforms. And that wasn't for me. It was for other people, but it drew people in like Margot. It's drawn in a lot of people in for healing. Go look at, this is not a plug. This is just facts. Go look at my TikTok And you'll see the healing in the comments of these people being like, I was about ready to pick up a joint to smoke to watch this. And you got me thinking something else now. I'm like, that's not me. That's the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you that right now. 
so many people like this is confirmation. I posted that in January and I'm still getting tons of likes, comments, people saving it because it was a message that I held shame in because I was like, people can't know this. They can't know that. Like they really can't. But God's like, watch this. Watch what I can do. And now I'm like, Lord, what kind of like traumas do I got back there that you want to What else can I share, Lord? Let's get these breakthroughs going. No, but you're you're speaking to it, right? Whatever for for we we resonated in that area when it came to addiction, right? And it's like those silent soul ties is what we talked about on our on our on my episode, um, on our episode of my show. And even going to that conversation. That the secret soul tie is similar to the resistance that can come up in our lives when we're operating an assignment, right? Again, going back, waiting on God's perfect timing. You know that when you have been given an assignment, there's just, just there's a different level of peace that you have. You know, even when money is looking funny, even when the people aren't necessarily supporting you the way that they did the other thing that you were doing it goes back to that peace of God. And the one thing that I can continue to stand firm on is I cannot afford to try to outpace God. I want to say that again for the people in the back. We cannot, you, me, all of us, we cannot afford to outpace God. I know that's a quotable, but like, let's go deeper real quick because what does it look like to outpace God? Mm. moving before God says move plain and simple because what happens when we move ahead of God there are other people who are connected to our assignments that God may not have released to take their step and so if we move we'll miss them if we move there could be other things that God was doing or planning to do before we took that step and again when we move ahead of God that too is disobedience Mm. Be okay during that waiting season where God is refining you, developing you, reshaping your mind and doing the work to transform you from the inside out. A lot of people get the concept of waiting for God as sitting there doing nothing. Mm. Waiting for God is continuing to immerse yourself in his word. It's connecting with other sisters and saying, hey, Molly, I really don't have anything that that we can exchange. Can you just pray for me? Because I know that you go in your war room and you are on your knees and you are worshiping God. So can you uh, pray for this thing specifically on my behalf? Right. So getting in community with other kingdom women during that preparation season before you go out. Those are some Keep key, key and practical steps for you to take when that resistance is happening as you are walking in obedience to God. Mm, so powerful. And in that, and to that point, it reminds me, my husband literally just called me, uh, gosh, maybe an hour before this. And he said, Hey, I'm working this event. Can you pray for us? And like, he'll ask me, can you pray for us? Can you pray for us? I'm like, sure, babe. Sure. And you know, when people know, like you said, you're in the war room, they know that you're in his presence and at his feet. Even if they're like, I don't know if I can do this for myself right now, but I know you will. And I know I'm going to put some faith in that. Not that they're putting faith in me. They just know connected to. And they're like, I want to tap into that. And that's going to give them being like, look, you want to tap into me praying to him. You have that connection right then and there. But you're that possibility and showing them like, yes, whatever it is that we got to do. Now, what was funny is when my husband called, my phone was going off. I was like, I got this and this. And I was like, apparently the whole world just poof. 
And I was like, hold on a second, babe. Let's just take a second. And then we just prayed over the phone. And we just like, you know, just favor, wisdom, clarity, whatever you need for this weekend to go do your thing. My husband's a videographer. So he serves a lot of different people getting their content out. And it can be a weighty job, but he's so good at it. And it's like, you know, when, when he feels that, you know, he was feeling a little bit of that resistance. I'm like, it's good. Press into that because yeah. there is something there for you. It's just like at the gym, like you have to have that resistance, yeah. with the weights in order to build a muscle, to have that strength to move on. And if you don't do that, then it just doesn't happen. Plain and simple. Molly, you just said something so key. And again, I don't want people to miss this, right? So we're literally going back and forth, paying ping pong. It's like, oh, say this. Oh, let's flesh that out. You said when you're in the gym and you have to build up the resistance to gain the muscle. As you grow in spiritual maturity, the resistance, you can't just keep picking up that five pound weight. You got to go up in a weight class. You got to get the 10 pound. You got to get the 20, 30, 50, you know, 50 and up. And that is the same when we're talking about as you're walking in obedience, you become more adapt to building and needing to immerse yourself in the word, surrounding yourself around other people, but you have to become aware mm. of where the enemy can get you. The, I call them your trigger points. And it is so important on that journey as you're growing in spiritual maturity that you are just tuned in, dialed in what I say to God's frequency, not one dial under. So the, the radio station is a little bit foggy, not one dial up because it's still foggy, but dialed into the exact frequency when you can hear God so clearly, right? And, and again, when we get to this place on our journey, there's a different level of I'm okay in this waiting season. That's so good. And, and what's so funny, and I'm literally here snickering because I'm like, I never hear anybody talk about a radio frequency. And I use that all the time. I just used it on ambassador training this week of look again, we, uh, who listens to radio anymore? I don't know because we all got Spotify, yes. all the things, but I mean, in case that doesn't work, let's tune into a station and we're not, we don't want fuzz. We don't want one crackle of fuzz. And if we have it, nah, it's not clear enough. It's not good enough. Move on. And so somebody needs that frequency to be so clear. And how do you get that? You got to flush other things out. You got to keep searching, keep spinning that dial. And gosh, I just love that visual because we've all been there searching on the radio station, maybe out in the middle of the, you know, long road trip. And we're like, is there anything out here? And even if you find a little glimmer, you're like, oh, please, you know, I just, we're there. But it's like, we still want to keep going and and God wants to come in so clearly and keep refining, keep tuning as long as it takes. And guess what? That's going to be a lifelong journey. And you're going to get resistance with that. Like the enemy's like, oh, like, okay, you got to like that. Well, let me try to hit you with this and he with that because he does not want you to break through whatever is about to come through for you. So I love that you use the radio analogy because it's such a great analogy because we all, we've all been there. We've all heard the static and nobody likes it. Right. And again, it's this space of where we don't know what God is doing. And there's a, there's a little bit of beauty in it, but it makes sense on why some people are like, God, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I do trust you. Right. Cause it's not a conversation. I think for many of the women who are tuning into this specific episode, it's not a conversation of like, I don't trust God. The faith is there. Mm-hmm. It's those moments of quiet. I don't, am I on the, like, did I, what did I do? And we start internalizing the quiet, 
right? Footprints in the sand. God is carrying you when you only see one footsteps. That's not your footsteps. It's God's, right? The terrain got too rough for you. So he said, come on, daughter, I got your back. Come on, son, I have you covered. And the other piece that kind of came to me as you were sharing that uh, is that when we are on this journey, God wants so much for us to make sure that we are armed with what we need when, not if, but when the enemy comes. Because we know John 10, 10, his assignment is to come to still kill and destroy, right? That's that's the enemy scheme in whatever capacity. But I feel like so many people don't read that next part in the same passage. Jesus comes to give life and life in abundance. But let's take it further. Matthew chapter four, that's where Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. And the enemy was trying to get him, Jesus, to question his kingdom identity. And he proposed some really enticing things to Jesus. But here's the way I look at it. One, it was evident that the enemy knows the word of God. Mm -hmm. If we don't know the word of God as much as, if not more than the enemy, we're already exposed. We're already at risk from succumbing to the resistance that we experience on our assignment. Jesus didn't combat with the enemy. He was, but, 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 but Satan, this is this, that's not true. God told me, Jesus did not go back and forth. He was firm with the word of God. That's how we have to respond as well. And then the other, the third marker in that text of Matthew 4. The enemy presented the opportunity for Jesus to have lordship over the world. The enemy will come with something that is unique to you. You have to be so connected to God and God's assignment for you that whatever that the enemy could present to you, it is easy for you to say, try don't try me, try Jesus. Because again, we get to this place where we understand that we are susceptible. We have to make sure that we are connected to the one who gave us our vision or we're going to crumble. So good. I mean, period. I mean, I don't really even know how well to like end this podcast. Like that was just such good meat. Cause this could go on for like two to three hours. Like it really, really could, but it's just, Margo, you just like, you just go there. I love talking to you. I love being able to just dive in. And it's like, you're definitely coming back for, I don't even know how many pods I ain't putting a number on it. We're just going to make it happen. But this has just been so fruitful. And so as we're wrapping this up today, I feel like, again, what you just said, it's a great period at the end of the sentence of just a really powerful time together to help women really be clear. Look, the resistance is normal. If somebody told you that stepping into your assignment was going to be easy, they they, they lied to you. Yeah. That, that's just what it is. And so hear it from people who have stepped in, been where you are, have the mind of Christ that are still like, okay, Lord, I'm your servant. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm a vessel. Like, we're not saying we got it all figured out and we have it all together because we don't. Nobody does. But we are adamant of being like, what's next, Lord? We are in your presence and we want to be in obedience by all means necessary. So on that note, Anything else that you would love to leave us with here today, as well as uh, the best way for people to get in contact with you? Because you you gotta you gotta be in contact with this woman. She is just always dropping bars on every platform that she is on. 
And I mean, the one thing right now in this season, I kind of just hear it is like when you are on an assignment, know it's second Peter chapter one, verses two through 15. God has given you everything that you need to live a life that pleases him. That is your mission. Whatever you think it was right. Going after what God has called you to go after, but let's make it practical. Seeking first the kingdom of God. In the end, if your mission is hearing the words, well done, my good and faithful servant, you have done your part. Don't get distracted by all the shiny things that are going to be around you, the people who are not walking in their kingdom assignment, telling you what you should or shouldn't do. Mm. First, God's will for your life and the things that he wills for you will be added. I wanted to leave that with you because, again, once this episode ends, you may not know what to do next. Go here and grow in your relationship with God. For those of you who want to connect with me, A. Margot Blair, across every single platform, I would love to meet you. Tell me that you were here and that you listened to mine and Molly's conversation, but don't just say, hey. Tell me what stood out to you the most. Let's make it intentional, just like we do every time we get to connect. I'm so grateful, Molly, for having the, have the opportunity to connect with you on your show as well. Yes, yeah, so good. And intentional is right. Like if you can describe one word between the two of us, it's like, boom, let's go there right now. Don't wait. We don't want to waste another second. So I love that that was your come connect with me. And like, what was it? You know, write it down and then go connect with her. So Margo, you're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. This has been absolutely incredible. Um, you are just such a blessing to so many people. And to me, it's just so amazing just to see other women out there fighting, equipping, helping women see, like step into that kingdom identity, that calling and really just get out there and do it. So you definitely are a true testament of that. So thank you so much. And to all of all of you that have been watching on the YouTube or listening onto the podcast, we appreciate you. And we will see you next time. Bye everyone. God bless. Thank you to Margo and Molly. That was, of course, another amazing podcast. And we have a lot of amazing things actually just going on inside of Girl Power Alliance. We have our annual event called Activate coming up. It's going to be in San Diego, California. Lives are being changed around the world. We have our 16-week biblical leadership program called the Radiant Leadership Academy. And let me tell you, this year we launched... 24 brand new teachers to that course and it's being taught literally around the world the vision for that is that that course will be taught in different languages on every continent absolutely helping women to transform into the woman that god created her to be does that sound like you are you looking for an amazing leadership program that's got a biblical foundation one that was created by women for women if that sounds like something that you have been searching for, then you found it. Girl Power Alliance has the most amazing leadership development program. That's one of them. That's the main one is the Radiant Leadership Academy. And as a VIP member or a VIP ambassador, you have access to go through that course as many times as you want. Yes, that's what I said. There's no extra cost. It is included in your VIP membership or your VIP ambassadorship. And you can go through one, two, three, five, ten times. Most women that go through it go through it again and again because 
Like an onion, more layers keep getting peeled off as they transform into the woman that they were created to be. This is what we do here. Girl Power Alliance. Change yourself. Change the world.